Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. You are quite excited to get behind the microphones again. I am, I am. So it's been a while. We've been traveling and working on the event and all kinds of stuff and just haven't had a chance to sit behind the mics. That makes me happy that after 190 plus episodes, you are still excited, although not all <laughs> 190 episodes are ours. Not all of them. many, 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 many. But even on the car on the way over here, it's like, oh, we get to podcast, we get yes. to podcast. <laughs> I think I just like to talk. It'll be an interesting, yes, <laughs> to our audience members who wonder about that. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I've been home by myself all day. I've had nobody to talk to. Now I've got the world. <laughs> I see that the cat has come out from under the pillow at this point. Yes. So um, this will be an interesting podcast from a perspective of I can't see. Mm-hmm. And I just came from getting my eyes dilated from the eye doctor. So we'll see if that actually impacts things. You could leave the cat to run the equipment. Uh, the cat's tried that and we'll just <laughs> let the equipment run itself. Uh, So what are we talking about today? Uh, We have a couple of things that we're going to talk about. So we do have a question of the day. Mm -hmm. We've actually had a couple of questions come in recently, so we had to kind of like throw them in a hat and draw one. We are soon going to be discussing uh, this Sunday, or next Sunday I should say, I'm gathering a couple of people and we're going to have our book club discussion. Ooh. So we're going to sit around and talk about Fifty Shades of Grey, the (laughs) current... um, Oh, top seller, top seller, popular culture thing. Um, and we'll talk about that and how people feel about it and whether it's doing the BDSM and the MS and the DS community a service or a disservice or okay. um, how many times one person can say murmur in <laughs> one book. Um, so but that's that's in the future. That'll be interesting. So maybe I should actually read it because um <laughs> You know, I get a phone call from my sister, and, and she's telling me about it, and, 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 and her friends are going, nobody really lives that way. It talks about contracts, and it talks about leashes, and it talks about, and, and I'm just sitting here going, do-do-do. <laughs> uh, we do have a, a power exchange question of the day, though. We do. Which is aimed at you, and we're also going to be talking about, and this is kind of interesting as well. You and I live in a power exchange relationship 24-7. Mm-hmm. We currently use the terminology master-slave, although that may right. or may not um, fit with how other people perceive that label. doesn't right. matter. Right. But there's very rare that we are in a very formal mm-hmm. power exchange, or very f- formal in the sense of you not being allowed to speak or sit at the table with me or mm-hmm. eat when I eat or that kind of thing. Right. Um, so, but we did we did try that. You know, that was something we did for a full year mm-hmm. just to try it on to see how it worked for us. And part of it was awesome and, and part of it was a little tedious and 
it was a lot of work. I think we had a lot of fun with it, with the way oh, we did I agree. it. So <laughs> I think it'd be, um, I'm thinking, because I haven't done it, that it would be hard to live like that 24-7 for 13 years. It certainly would be for us because yeah. a lot of our life is interactive as peers. Uh, for example, when we do finances, we do finances. Mm-hmm. I don't say, hey, I'm going to go buy this. Uh, you know, we talk about what makes, you know, we, I, I consider you a uh, intellectual equal, a, uh, a person who has the same ethical values that I do. So it's a great value to me to be able to bounce ideas and thoughts off of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have certainly so much of a partnership that living a formal go get back in your cage life right. would be a challenge for us. But leads us to the actual topic, mm-hmm. which is having these moments of formal yes. aspects of the power exchange in your life. And we actually do a class on formal uh, events mm-hmm. where not like the big event like PXS, but like for a four or five hour gathering at someone's home or someplace is in a formal setting. We'll get there eventually. Right. right. I guess we will talk about that. that is, so that is the topic that. of the day. It is. If you tuned in to hear more about... How to give good blowjobs, or if Dawn's ever been successfully squirting, or um, we need to talk about those more. We do need to talk about those. I don't disagree. I think those are fine topics. As a matter of fact, uh, after uh, I think we have plans tonight to go do some field research on we canes. Do. <laughs> we do, we do, yay! We've been trying to actually get that field research done for about four days now. It is very bizarre for us to four days ago said, "Hey, let's play tonight." Mm-hmm. And say, "Wait, well, first we got to do this." And this is on a weekend. Yeah. And um, something else comes up. Something else comes up. Work came up. Oh, I know. Um, we were down to the last minute on yes. Sunday night. It's like, okay, if we're going to get it in, this is the time to get it in. And we're called. So, we'll see if tonight has any better luck. You'd think after all these years together, it wouldn't be that big a deal. But the challenge is, I do like to set this, you know, now that we have... You, you have this nice office, mm-hmm. and in the office, we don't have dungeon furniture, per se. We do have one nice spanking bench. Right. And it's a nice change of pace from playing in the bedroom, playing in the living room. And we don't have our neighbor, upstairs neighbor to exactly contend with. Exactly. Though I do like the quickie take-me-down scene, too. If we don't get to play tonight, <laughs> then you better be expecting that, because I'm about tired of waiting. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. We did get to uh, play a little bit at the old Twisted Trist that we came back from recently as well. We did, and that was really, really awesome. What an event. You know, I was really, um, we had a Power Exchange Summit, Mm -hmm. first weekend of June. And then for some bizarre reason, we agreed to present at Twisted Trist the following weekend. So, and it's only bizarre because it was the weekend after our event. Right. You know, and I was really resisting going. It's like, I just want to stay home and crawl under a rock and just sleep and play my video game, totally veg, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, but once we got there, you know, it it was fabulous. They gave us this great space for us to put our little camper, our little pop-up and, you know, the camp, we've done some camping events. Mm -hmm. We've done some great camping events. I have to say, this is one of the best camps I've been in. Yeah, um, plenty of power, plenty of water, plenty of clean, flush toilets, mm-hmm. plenty of indoor and outdoor showers. The pool was immaculate Yes, for the hundred plus people, hundreds of people that were mm-hmm. there. Uh, the dungeons were spacious enough. There's plenty of places to play. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I the, just, the, the golf just, cart taxis. Golf cart taxis. Which weren't even really needed that much where we were. Maybe the, some of the back camping spots, maybe. But um, we could we walked wherever we went. The, yeah. the pavilion, the, they had some food on site. Um, now, we've been to a bigger event, a much bigger event that has a really good campground. But it being so big, yeah. it actually detracts from it. I would say that if you, go, if you want to do a camping event... Mm-hmm. And you're willing to travel to Indiana. I think that's where this camp was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would very much highly rate this one. It's a good one to head off to. Absolutely. The classes were great. The people were mm-hmm. great. Oh, they had this little mailbox thing. Where that you can was leave neat, people yes. messages. So the, the only problem is I like getting messages. And I have this habit of saying, okay, I'm not going to feel bad if there's not a message. <laughs> I'm going to go check my message. Oh, there's not a message. Oh, wait. Okay. Well, every time I check my mailbox and I don't get a message, I'm going to leave messages for four people, <laughs> you know, or something like right. that. So it was just a lot of fun. Well, good. I had a good time as well. So there's Twisted Trist. Uh, scene. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. And we had a nice place. We did have a nice scene. Uh, really uh, interesting. And apparently we're just sidebarring all over the place when I don't have a script to go off of. <laughs> Uh, as podcast listeners know, we've been going on about the big Power Exchange Summit event we just did a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Uh, where we brought together people that were interested in power exchange relationships for three days. Um, and I know we have a lot of international listeners, and I will again say in 2013, June, we will have Power Exchange Summit back. Yes. International listeners, you will get a special discount if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, I would just love to see some people from out of the United States, out of Canada, mm-hmm. uh, come in and take the I've Traveled the Farthest prize. Who did uh, get the furthest prize? Maui. Was it Hawaii? Yes. 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 So I know it was either going to be Hawaii or Edmonton. Right. Canada. Yes. Um, so expect a special discount code if you uh, would like to travel from overseas. Um, and we're like, well, where the hell did that? Oh, the point being, we decided <laughs> we had the opportunity to have a dungeon on site at Power mm-hmm. Exchange Summit. Now, if you're in the United States, and I won't speak for other countries, um, there are... 50 events, big major three-day events you can go to that have BDSM playrooms, dungeons, Mm -hmm. and some power exchange, perhaps, a class or two, especially if you and I go. Yes. Right? We teach a class or two. the token power exchange people. Yeah, the token power exchange people. (laughs) And and that's to say, you know, I mean, maybe you get a 10 or 20% of people involved in power exchange relationships at those events. Mm -hmm. Uh, We decided that we were not going to have any kind of BDSM, and we were going to have 100% power exchange Focus. Yes, and, all the um, workshops. Yeah. And so we had the opportunity to have a dungeon on site, and we decided that we don't want to be every event, every other event in mm-hmm. the United States. Uh, we wanted to be special, put the focus on the relationships, on the socializing, on the people. Yes. Not the play. Yep, the building of tribe and family and exactly. just, just right. chatting about relationships. You know, when you have... Um, play on site it the focus does become about play hooking up Mm -hmm. flirting um you know who how many scenes you're going to get in that kind of thing exactly so we're going to keep the focus on the relationship and i tell you when we um asked some people that were there you know that were enjoying themselves in the social space and the social time and everything we're like so what would you think about having you know a dungeon on site and it was overwhelmingly people saying please don't you know, this event is unique, and we like it the way it is. We're actually benefiting from this. I do think, it, it, I will say a little humorous to me at least, that one of the people who said that they would like to have a dungeon was one of the vendors who was selling <laughs> toys. Well, I can see that. That's understandable. 
If you would like to go to play somewhere, though, mm-hmm. Ooh. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part <laughs> by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. So, and they do have events coming up all the time. They've got their um, uh, their meet and greets and just everything going on. But one of the big things that they've got going on is the AIS Korg Central Ohio Rope Group Bondage Intensive with Professor Oni. So, and that's going to be on July 14th, 2012. And what they usually do is they've got this uh, big champagne room that they run out. So they'll have the intensive like all day long, and then they'll have a party that evening, the champagne room party. So if you're a novice to bondage, a all-thumbs guy like me, or a experienced <laughs> rigger, you'll enjoy the AIS Korg Rope Intensive. Yes. Find out more at Power... Er, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes that sponsorship. You can find out more about Adventures in Sexuality at adventuresinsexuality.org. There's the plug. That is the plug. So the bandwidth for this week's paid for. So exactly. But you know what? I want to give um, um, kudos. I don't know if kudos is a thank yous to AIS because they did help us put on Power Exchange Summit. So and and that was just so beneficial, mm-hmm. so awesome. You know, it, I think it really helped make things run smooth. I think so too. And. Um... It does help to have people that are experienced, that mm-hmm. are passionate about it, and that have dealt with the kind of things that we were new to dealing with, like yep. how to interact with hotels. And it's pretty nutty. Um, although it is also, we have found somewhat um, addicting. Yes. Because it's going to be hard to wait 11 months to do another event. It is. I was actually thinking today when I was writing the photographer, I, I was ready to ask her if she was wanting to do it again in five months or so. Because <laughs> I'm like ready to start planning everything. You know, the entertainment staff person yeah. is ready to get on board. And we had a fabulous staff. And mm-hmm. everybody's ready to get started again. You know, we're chomping at the bit. Bef- well, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait, won't we? We'll have to wait. Let's get into our question of the day. Okay. And our question of the day is targeted towards you. The, uh, a very interesting question. And um, one of our listeners wrote in. And I, mm-hmm. Do you know who wrote it in? It was I, Major Max on FET. Okay. So Major Max asked if, for Dawn, if being a clergy person mm-hmm. and being a slave causes any conflict in your life. And... Um, I mean, it is, and you know, I know a lot of people, and I will, uh, without meaning to be picking on anyone, I know a lot of um, people that identify as clergies because they've bought the $10 license from whatever it is, Universal Light or whatever. Right. Um, and they may have done a wedding or two for friends of theirs, mm-hmm. which is great. May have done the occasional, you know, maybe a hand fasting here or there. And they are legal clergies and all that. Uh, I will say, though, that when we talk about you as a clergy, um, we're not saying the occasional this or that. You've done dozens of weddings and ceremonies. Mm -hmm. You've done counseling. You've done funerals, which I think is the true, um, hey, this isn't just fun. This is my life's calling. Maybe, you know, maybe not. Uh, so you've certainly, and you've put, you've gone out of state for training, mm-hmm. um, as well as do, done a lot of teaching about being a clergy as well. So, um, not to, so you didn't go to eight years of seminary school, but on the other hand, you did more than simply buy a license off the internet, and right. you've been acting as a clergy. So I'm just helping to qualify <laughs> you a little bit. As a slave, you've been my slave for twelve years, uh, give or take a few months. Give or, or take whatever. a few months, and I think that. Anybody who's listening to the podcast has a good feel for what kind of slave you are, I hope. 
If not, they can go buy the book Living MS and they can read <laughs> about what, a, what kind of slave you are. So, Don, do you find, and I c- clearly recall the first time you had the clergy and slave de- conundrum. Yep. Do you, do you have, so answer Major Max's question, is there a conflict? Um, not anymore. I mean, at, at first I thought there was going to be a conflict because um, I think the major event that you're talking about, I had a couple of weddings under my belt. Um, oh my God, let's, let's start at the beginning. So my, my path is um, a pagan path. So to go to seminary school doesn't really make sense. I'm sure I could get some benefit out of some of the classes, but most of them won't work for what I'm looking for. But I actually did go through three years of training on my path. Plus, I've done college and counseling and, you know, all this other t- other type of stuff, certifications and things like that. So, As well as your little school. You went to Indianapolis, Indiana oh, yeah. somewhere, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yep, yep. So lots of, because I wanted this to be, when I use the title clergy, that brings something to mind. And I wanted to be able to fulfill those expectations. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't just mean doing weddings for me. So mm-hmm. it, it is very much a vocation. So, but, so I, I had these, uh, my first wedding was actually right around the corner from here. And it was uh, an, an elopement out of the blue. It was my first wedding. I said, yes. And you and I show up and I'm walking in the door first and you're behind me. That felt funny. <laughs> um, and then you got me a plate of food because I hadn't eaten yet. That felt funny. <laughs> so, you know, I, I had that shift to deal with. But I do have a background in running PTA and running Cub Scouts and running this and running that and, you know, being in charge of a spiritual group. And so I, I am a leader, but it's hard in that environment where I'm used to being slave. Mm-hmm. But I got through it. We talked about it. Um, the next big hurdle was when I did a leather wedding and collaring for the international NLA president. Um, it was Rafe at the time. Mm-hmm. And I did Rafe and Didi's wedding and collaring. And people in our MS community, in our power exchange community, had no clue that I did these type of things. I mean, they knew I was clergy, but they hadn't really put it all together. So they were really concerned on whether I could do this wedding or not. You know, they rarely heard me speak up because we just finished our high protocol year. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd had a lot of fun walking behind you and only speaking when spoken to and kneeling all the time and, you know, just really embracing that, that, that whole lifestyle. But um, when it comes to doing weddings or being priestess is more what it's about. When I embrace that priestess part, you know, I become, I become the leader. Mm-hmm. I'm in charge. I tell people, set this up, break that down, stand over here. I'm creating sacred space. Make sure nobody bothers me. Always using the bull whip. Make sure he's got enough room for here. Make right. sure they've got their shoes. You know, and I can really direct people around and um, took some people by surprise. And then after the wedding, you put my collar on, put my leash on, and I got to kneel at your feet. Mm-hmm. And the way I look at it now, I have some people ask me about it, and the way I look at it now is that I am priestess, but I am priestess as your slave. Does that make sense? It it does to me, but I get the benefit of getting to see this transition happen in you Mm -hmm. in that at the point of, um, and this is probably a rotten (laughs) rotten perspective of it, or rotten um, simile or whatever, but I think of the backup quarterback. 
when you're not out there, you're on the sideline, you're attentive, you're paying attention, you know, you're just waiting mm-hmm. to be told what to do next. Right. And your quarterback goes down. The, quarter, the backup quarterback suddenly goes in and he's got to be in charge. He's directing things, yes. right? When it's time for you to, li- to do clergy work, mm-hmm. you become the quarterback. You instinctively take charge. You have no problem directing things around, including me. You know, hey, <laughs> would you mind go getting this and that? Um, by nature, you're a courteous person, so it's not like you're being uh, bossy, Mm-mm. but it's important that you do take charge and that you do lead people because there's a lot of people who have no clue what they're supposed to be doing next. They'll mill about or they'll come up with crazy ideas that at the last minute saying, hey, why don't we read Psalm 23 in the middle of everything? <laughs> you know, and for you to have to say, look, I've, you know, the script's been written. The, the people that want to get married have the script already written. Let's not throw right. things in just for right. fun. Um, so, uh, you know, for me, I don't, th- I don't see where there is a conflict. I don't, I don't see a conflict. Like I said, I just don't see one anymore. And um, the, the people that hire me that know I'm a slave, though, I really have to go in there as a powerful person. You know, I have to set their fears at rest that I oh, can sure. do their children's wedding <clears throat> and everything will come out okay. Yep. So, um, so I think one of the questions he had about a conflict, though, was um, what if I felt my priestess work took precedence over my slavehood? Mm-hmm. And I really can't answer that because I have not had that come into play. I mean, you support me so much in my priestess work that um, sometimes you'll push me, you know? So I don't see that coming into conflict. If you see a priestess situation happening and, and I'm not taking advantage of it, you'll shove me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I know I'm a reflection of you. So still, even with my priestess work, I know, my clergy work, I know I'm a reflection of you and I take that very seriously. It is so ingrained that I can't not be slave i can't not be priestess and clergy mm-hmm. and, and one of the things that for us as a power exchange couple that we've decided that's important is that we both have the right to have our own really spiritual path or mm-hmm. religious path depending on the terminology we're fortunate where uh our tendencies you, you as a pagan me as a buddhist our spiritual values don't conflict i mean right. I, I can't really think we have some Areas where we disagree, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps, but we don't really have any conflict. Right. You know, it's not like one of us is a... Um, Careful. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> and I don't even know enough about modern... I, one of us is an atheist and one of us is a Jehovah Witness, right? That would probably allow... Of course, we know... For, I, we actually know some people. Uh, D2. Say, uh, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, didn't we just have Easter dinner a couple yes. of months back where it was a pagan, a Buddhist, a Christian, and an atheist? Yes. <laughs> On Easter. On Easter, having yep. dinner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so I think that's a fine question, answer mm-hmm. to your question of the day. If you have a question of the day and you'd like to uh, toss it out towards us, you can get a hold of us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Mm-hmm. Or the comment form that's on our webpage. What is our webpage? Oh my Eroticawakening. God, it's been so long. <laughs> com. On Facebook, we are Erotic Awakening, one, one word. One word, because Facebook does not like the word erotic in a, mm. apparently. On FetLife, we have a group, Erotic Awakening, two, two words. And we can be found on Twitter under Dan and Dawn. And we do like to be tweeted. We do like to be tweeted. 
so what else have we got on the uh, agenda for the program, Dawn? Uh, I know we have our, I've got my notes up here for our formal MS. I'm, I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming your, your, your eyes are still adjusting here. So, oh, also from Major Max on FetLife. He sent me a link <laughs> to a Cthulhu arm. It's so cool. I love tentacle pictures. <laughs> An inflatable, you stick your, I'd say you stick your hand in this sort of like thing? It looks like it, yeah. yeah so we I, need to get a couple of those. I know. I think they'd be so fun. I could just see being beat with those. Uh, and then on the comment form, we had something from True Bliss. And I really love these comments that come in. So it kind of makes me excited to do the podcast again. Mm-hmm. And um, this one was, let's see, she listened to our three-part series on power exchange relationships. She's in one with her owner slash boyfriend slash fiance. And it totally inspired them to work through their issues that they were having and help them get back on track. So it seems they lost their way for a little bit and Vanilla was coming in and um, they decided to give it another try after hearing that we've been through our uh, speed bumps as well and considered it important enough to try again. So, and then, and then she said that, um, I inspired some artwork from her. Yeah, that, and that's pretty neat. That's, that's <laughs> two people that have sent us artwork uh-huh. lately, which is really interesting. Um, and she's physically actually going to send the artwork, which is oh, pretty really? cool too. Yes. Oh, did you? Oh. No, I did not know that. Uh, happy birthday. <laughs> um, so that's going to be interesting. On a, uh, a different side note altogether, by the way, side note for any listeners out there in Philadelphia, you should probably write us so we can have a cup of coffee. I'm just putting that out there. Oh, yeah. We're going to be out there soon. Oh, speaking of which, do we need to get a hold of um, that woman that wants us to present out there? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. That's a side note business there. Okay. All right. Um, I really appreciate that comment because we did that three-part series on power exchange relationships with the idea we broke it down to the beginning stage, the middle stage, the later stage. Um, And I really, I didn't know anyone noticed it <laughs> so it's great that somebody said oh yeah i did notice it so that's nice it is i like it sorry typing myself a note because i will forget Ta-da! all done anything else no. I, again i still can't see the notes okay so no i don't think there's anything else on here except to remember to rate us on itunes because <laughs> as you may have noticed the podcast um that is known as, <laughs> fuck me, I can't think of you a thing. You can't see. No. Uh, the Blind Man's Bluff podcast <laughs> has more ratings than we do, and uh, which is fine, but I don't actually, I don't want more, more ratings. I want good ratings. Although, I'll take any ratings. Hop out to iTunes and rate the podcast so people uh, find out about us. So, fabulous. Or tweet about us or like us on Facebook. And I want to bring up something else as well, and that um, with our books... You can also rate us on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. Oh, yeah. I was actually surprised. <laughs> um, on Chicago Den, um, there was a, they did an article about us and mentioned uh, Living MS mm-hmm. and put a link to Barnes & Noble, and there was only one rating on Barnes & Noble, and it wasn't good. No. <laughs> I've mentioned it to a few people since then, so there's better ratings out there now, but the more ratings that are out there, the more apt people are going to be able to find the book. Yeah, and find out if it's going to be of value to mm-hmm. them. So, that's all we want. Something of value. <laughs> so, speaking of getting back on track, actually, that's how I would look at what our topic of the day is. Uh, I can see that. I can see mm-hmm. that. A moment on. 
is how we try to describe it sometimes. Yeah. So uh, we will be doing a um, formal event for the, is it for a group or is it for a little private thing? It is a workshop, but it, it's, it's a private workshop. Okay. Uh, now the idea, as we discussed in the beginning of the show, mm -hmm. you and I, 24-7 power exchange relationship, but there's, I, you don't, I don't have naked slave girl when I come home. Um, you have many things that you do. You function as a normal person. You don't live, you don't, uh, live without clothing. Um, Though I like the idea. Why don't I remember to do that more? That's <laughs> between you and the cat. Um, we both have significant things that we do. And we, well, we talked about this at the beginning of the show. We have more of a, we have a, a significant 24-7 power exchange relationship, but we also have a lot of things that we rely on each other for. Um, there is some peer aspect of the relationship. Um, and it would not be of benefit for us to live in a formal power exchange relationship for you and I. Right. And by formal, you know, this is a um, never speak before being and if you've read the marketplace you know that kind of thing right um, um always serving you but me eating in the kitchen and right I mean, yeah i mean people can have different rules but you kind of get the idea you know when we did formal i knelt at your feet you know maybe i cut up your food you know things like that so but and it was all the time mm -hmm. i always walked behind you that would drive you crazy now so you kind of like me walking beside you most of the time so i so. keep an eye on you <laughs> I might pinch you. <laughs> so the idea of um, we used to take little DS weekends, we called them, mm -hmm. where uh, before we were living together, we would take a weekend and say, "Oh boy, it's our weekend together. We're going to be full on power exchange the entire weekend, yep. and everything's going to be yes sir, no sir. Um, speak when you're spoken to. You can sit at my feet, but not next to me on the couch, sort of thing." Mm -hmm. And many people may live that way and not see it as a conflict or see it as that formal. That's fine. Uh, but what we like to do is now that as our relationships evolved, where you're more likely to sit next to me on the couch, <clears throat> excuse me, for you example. Had, you had to train me how to do that, though. Yes. <laughs> and the dog as well. Yeah, I had to learn that it was your preference because I do like sitting at your feet. Yeah. But um, it's hard to have a conversation that way. True. <laughs> So what we've done is we've taken focused time of where we are in a clear formal MS or DS situation. Now, what does that look like to you? What does that look like? Well, um, like you said, we used to do the weekends, so, and that was really awesome. And sometimes we'll take a few moments and just do it around the house. But when we actually put an event together... It's usually in the a form of a high protocol dinner mm -hmm. or a high protocol tea. Usually it's a dinner. So that's usually um, a, a big high protocol event for us. And we've done many over the years. So uh, we had a group that we belonged to many years ago that started these and then we started doing our own and then we started teaching other people how to do them. And now we've got one coming up that we have no control over Someone else is totally putting it together in mm -hmm. their style, so that's going to be neat. that's going to be neat and scary. That's <laughs> where I was <laughs> Not going. Not for me. <laughs> I'm used to being um, when we first started out. One of the submissives 
wasn't owned and she loved working in the kitchen. She was a professional cook and she loved working in the kitchen and she was in charge of the kitchen and of the kitchen slaves. And um, when we uh, moved on and started doing our own dinners, that became my responsibility. So I haven't moved on from that yet. So when we go to this new one, it's, I, it's not going to be my responsibility. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a shift for me. Sure. So it, it'll be a good growth thing. <laughs> so what this would look like in, in general, right? We've done a variety of themes and different ways to do it. But in general, mm -hmm. you, we would show up at this formal event. And normally we hold it in someone's house. Otherwise, right. it's not as cozy as it needs, as it could be. And um, I, as the uh, capital letter type in our relationship, uh, I get greeted at the door. Perhaps a slave greets me and I hand them my jacket. There's no hugging, no familiarity. It's mm -hmm. a, uh, the slaves in my viewpoint are pretty much treated much like perhaps um, servants. Yes. Um, we are there to serve. This is not a munch atmosphere by any stretch right. of the imagination. So I would simply take my jacket, hand it to the slave, and at that point, you and I part company. You mm -hmm. run off to the kitchen to see whatever duties need to be done. The nice thing is for the dominants, and it's a nice opportunity to sit around and chat with each other directly um, without our submissives and slaves butting in. And, and I don't mean that necessarily <laughs> a negative way, but um, it's a nice opportunity to bond with each other Yes. And for the lowercase letter types to bond with each other as well as they go about preparing whatever it is being prepared, a meal or tea or d'oeuvres or entertainment or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So, and there's usually someone in the living room, um, a slave in the living room standing in a corner, not staring, but at attention and paying attention. Mm -hmm. um, you guys, you guys, the capital letter, letter types would have a bell. And the one in the corner actually is supposed to be keeping an eye like on the drinks and stuff like that. So she may come forward and fill the, fill the drinks or ask if anybody wants a drink. But if a bell is rung and she's not busy, she or he, that's who's supposed to answer the bell. If she or he is busy, someone from the kitchen better be aware of that. And they come out and answer the bell. Mm -hmm. So, and it could be for anything and has been for anything. <laughs> well, one of the other neat aspects of it is the fact of uh, relaxed ownership, for lack of a better term. And what I mean by that is the idea, now, depending on what people are comfortable with, but the idea that if um, your slave spills a drink on my shoe, Mm -hmm. I I get to address that directly because it's not that it's your slave, it is a slave. Right. Um, now, depending on the group of people, this can have a sexual flavor to it. It certainly, in the most of the power exchange, most of the things we do, it does not because we're more focused on the, um, the service aspect of it. But there's certainly plenty of opportunities for this to be a very naughty situation. Mm-hmm. So, and there's been some slight overtures of that before too, and I think they're fun, especially if I, well, I was going to say, especially if I know the people, but that's not always the case either. Right. Um, <laughs> so, and you know what? The rules for this are usually set up front as well, because sometimes you'll have masters and slaves that only want their slaves to serve them. I mean, I know I had that at the very, very beginning. I only wanted to serve you. Mm -hmm. And part of my growth was the rules of that high protocol was all slaves had to serve all masters. Right. So I had to step out of my comfort zone and serve another master with the same grace that I would serve you. 
So, and I actually right. love that. So, and it, you know, this is about as close as you're going to get to the fantasies like found in the marketplace or other things like that, where uh, you do get the opportunity to really let go and just serve and mm-hmm. just be a master, just be a mistress, just you know, really let be in that space and not have to think about is this appropriate? Is this you know, is somebody going to get annoyed when I do this? Is my slave going to get pouty? You know, um, I know. Do you know how hard it is to be in the kitchen though, and and hear some hear a uppercase letter, not be able to pick up a word. Or a place, mm-hmm. or something like that, and and the lowercase letters used to jumping in with that information, I and then now we're not allowed to. You, <laughs> but I'm used to bouncing stuff off of you. You know, we present together, we do the podcast together, we do a lot of stuff together. So I'm used to 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 that sort of energy between us. So then I'm in the kitchen and I'm hearing where I'm supposed to be jumping in, <laughs> and I'm not allowed to. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's a really interesting experience, and we've had some really interesting moments. And usually what we do is the, the slaves will come up with the menu and will also come up with some entertainment. So, you know, we'll serve the masters at the, at the table, and then we provide the entertainment. And we've had everything from um, a small intimate dinner where a bet was collected on, mm-hmm. <laughs> which means uh, you, you lost the bet, so I was put up as the offering, so... You know, we did a scene for the uppercase letters, and we've had, um, oh my God, didn't we have a violin player? Yes, we did have a violin player. So the the entertainment has ranged from everything from what you would expect entertainment to be, like at a formal dinner party, Mm -hmm. at a social gathering, like a violinist or poetry readings by Mm -hmm. the slaves. We've done that. On the other hand, we've also had the entertainment being fistings. Yes, or pets on parade. We've done that before. So just all kinds of neat, creative stuff that you can do. But the overall dynamic is and the overall focus is the power exchange. And to allow the uppercase letters to be uppercase and the lowercase to be the lowercase and service to happen and and just the whole environment. And it's actually very refreshing and it's very charging. You know, it is that moment on. Part of it that is of value as well is that many ms and ds couples act as couples and mm-hmm. they're seen as couples and they interact as couples and they show up at places as couples mm-hmm. and in uh these formal events you make that separation at the very beginning of i am no you know i'm not just here it's not dan and dawn showing up or even right. master dan and slave dawn it's master dan showed up oh yeah Here's Slave Dawn also. She's off to do something else. It's, but right. there's a level of separation of believing, you know, although as the, um, on the other hand, that separation's a little bit of an illusion because I am subtly, or not visibly, but very aware of our, how you're acting. If, you know, if you're making me proud, what protocols you're following. Um, one, that, one that comes to mind is we had a, a fellow at one of our formal mm-hmm. events mm-hmm. who was not well liked or respected, not because he was a jerk, but just he had poor social graces. And um, for you to treat him as the same you treat me or any other capital letter identifying type was very important to me because I said, I don't care what your opinion about this person is. Your opinion here is not important. I am telling you he's a dominant. You'll treat him 
as equal to any other dominant. And to see you uh, at that time, I think not as much of a struggle as I thought there would be, at least at the events. I think mm-hmm. prior to it happening, because he knew it was going to happen, uh, it, was an, it was an opportunity to make that shift in yourself, to yes. be of service for the value of service, not mm-hmm. because you wanted to be of service. Here's one of the little things that I find annoying about the a lot, uh, some people recently that I've been reading post on, on the FetLife. Um, their submission is optional. Their slavery is a choice. Oh, I would, you know, I will serve you, but um, I don't have to be nice to you. I will serve you as long as it doesn't conflict with what I want to do. I'll take your orders as long as it makes me happy sort of thing. Hmm. And this is a complete separation. As a matter of fact, people like that simply would not enjoy this situation at all. Not at all. And it would make everyone else uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, if I told you anything from go get Master Bobo a drink to, um, or in the same manner with no warning whatsoever to say, go down on Mistress Zelda until she squirts. Uh, I would expect you to respond to both with the same enthusiasm and lack of, but I don't want to. <laughs> it would be met with a yes, sir. Well, you'd want to do both of those. To be <laughs> true, honest, true. But you know, at the beginning, when I did have to um, serve that other master, it, it ended up being a very large benefit to him. You know, he was oh, a newbie. Absolutely. He was a newbie and didn't have social graces. And, you know, there were some masters that didn't want their slaves serving him. And, you know, in the end, I was really glad that you gave me that opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, stretch my wings a little bit. So I actually liked that. If you are, and we know some of, the, some of our listeners have small groups out there and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, I wouldn't just have it open an invite to no. a large group. No. You, I'm okay with the idea. You handpick people for this mm-hmm. kind of thing because you want to have some familiarity, some some level of comfort. Now, there's there's an interesting aspect if you don't have that familiarity as well. But um, but you need to be able to trust the people, I think. So, you know, if there are slaves coming in, I need to be able to trust them in the kitchen and know that they're not going to dump something on somebody's lap on purpose and ruin the evening. Right. Or, you know, or or hide in a corner and say, I thought this was a play party. Right, right. Uh, which, <laughs> which has happened. So. <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, another reason, you, I mean, you want people that, again, with the advent of communication devices like FetLife and other things, the, the idea of what a master-slave relationship looks like becomes so broad and um, diluted that you have to make sure that the people understand this is what we have in mind. And again, if you, we've had people show up thinking it was going to be a play party, uh, finding being quite repulsed by the idea that they had to serve anyone beyond their master. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so it has an unfortunate effect on the entire group. Now, these are not to say that this is, the, again, these are not necessarily big sex orgies, um, but if you're unable to bring me a drink just because you're not in my collar, um, that's going to reflect poorly on you and your master or, mm-hmm. or mistress or whatever capital letter label you want to use. True, true. Though I do want to In these point events, out, in these events. Exactly. I was going to say, I do, I do want to point out, in our events anyway... It, there very well could be a small group of um, masters and slaves out there that do only serve their own master. So they would design an event up front with the rules of this is what would be beneficial to us. Mm-hmm. You know, that our slaves only serve 
their masters or something like that. So, you know, think about the rules ahead of time and design it so that the people you invite can look at the rules and expectations and say, whoa, that doesn't work for us. Right. Or this is exactly what I need. So, you know, just, just create your, your own event. But what we described is what works for us. And I'm looking forward to the next one. Wait a minute. The next one I'm not in charge of. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be different. It'll be different. It'll be fun. So, well. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. All right. Um, Wow. And we still talked a lot. (laughs) We still talked a lot. Let's get into that end bump. Yes, sir. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. You can find out more about Adventures in Sexuality at adventuresinsexuality.org. Want to have your product, event, charity, or service as the first thing listeners hear about on our podcast? Make a donation to the podcast for a 10-second front bump on our show that reaches listeners from around the world. What a bargain! Contact us. <laughs> that was a little slow. <laughs> Contact us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. We published a book. It's called Living MS. It rocks. Go buy it. <laughs> Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn.